Happy Hump Day, everyone, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by Betsports, we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen. In a few moments, I'll get to apologizing for my Philadelphia 76ers. But joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. We're about halfway through the week, Andy. How's it going? It's uh, it's your son's birthday today, I believe. So you had some interesting breakfast, huh? Yeah, had some bacon and a donut because that's what he wanted. I will be as... It's, it's like those tweets. It's where a big cat breakfast. Yeah, it's it's those tweets where you have like the you know the the wife and the husband are having a, a conversation. I could make one of those where she's like, "Hey, it's it's Axel's. His name is almost Alex. It's Axel, which is they call him Alex. It's got the spelling wrong. Places. Yeah, I just he fucked up the spelling. But uh, yeah, it's like the the wife's like, "Oh, we're, you know, we're having people over for the birthday this weekend." I'm like, "Oh, like I'll smoke some meat." She's like, "No, we we don't need that much meat." I'm like, "I'll be at the store." So it's I've children's already, birthday. Yeah, I've already I've already acquired working on acquiring a very large amount of pork shoulder to smoke this weekend as one does for a child's birthday. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to some more World Series games. A really good college slate this weekend. I'm excited to get towards the end of the week, talk some college. Basketball hockey has always been on as usual and the NFL. Better slate. There's not as many uh, 15 to 20 point favorites this weekend. So that's something we should have a little, and if we don't have a better Monday night, Sunday night combination, I don't know what to tell you. If it somehow was worse than the last two, maybe, maybe we just fold the league. Maybe we Thursday just night football is supposed to be bad. I can accept that, but Monday night and Sunday night should be fun. Like it if not both be. of those games, at least one of them should be pretty great. One of them. Yeah. The, the, the cumulative sum of those two games will be better than the, the Niners and Seattle games that we had last weekend, but we will fire off with some, NBA, one of these I already bet because I was uh, convinced strongly by the NBA channel. I'll let you decide which one it was. It certainly wasn't the Celtics. Nope. <laughs> <Either>. That was <laughs> giving, the giving, giving, yeah, giving away the giving away the good surprise. But yeah, I'll let you take it away. Some NBA picks to fire off to start today. Yeah, the Sixers, you know, everything went to plan, Andy. Joel Embiid played. Well, he was on the court to say whether or not he played was was a bit up and down. As some of it watched quite a bit of that game. The Knicks at one point made, I think, quite literally close to 20 shots in a row or something, like a dozen in a row. It was outrageous, and at some point things, the Sixers just sort of packed it in. Who knows? We'll, we'll see how they do. It's But we've got a bunch of games tonight, a full slate. We'll jump in. The first one up here, this is the marquee game of the night. Uh, the Miami Heat visit the Brooklyn Nets, and as much as I love the Brooklyn Nets, four points is too many for the Miami Heat here. You look at this team, you look at the matchup, again, the Nets without Kyrie Irving, as I've said before, are still a very, very good roster, but the Heat is probably a similarly good roster, and in some ways, a lot better. Um, You look at the depth, it's weird to think of the depth of a starting lineup, but it's not as top-heavy of a starting five. You know, it's pretty talented top to bottom, as opposed to having a couple stars and some you know, above average guys like the Nets do. So it's just a really nice matchup for them. I go back and look. Um, was curious to see that this open where it was. Some of the market rating stuff I looked at had this closer to like Nets two and a half, Nets three. I look at my own numbers here. I have this, you know, basically Nets minus one, minus two. So I was happy to grab the four. We'll draw the line here, though. Um, if this is three and a half, I don't think he should play it. I mean, maybe if it's like plus money or something or less than standard juice, that's probably okay. But really drawing the line here at four, unfortunately, we're right kind of at the line there. I just, I like this matchup for the Heat. It's a three and four, three and four spot as well for Brooklyn. So a little bit of a rest advantage for Miami. And I think we're really going to see how important and how powerful Tyler, Tyler Hero off the bench is tonight. I think he's going to have some 
so uh, quite a bit of points tonight. So maybe use him for some DFS or something. This next number is on the move. I'm looking right now. Um, it might just be gone. You guys, unfortunately, might have missed it. Apologies. But I do like the under tonight in the Lakers-Oklahoma City Thunder matchup. I was able to grab this at 220. It has, again, taken some money here on the under. Um, actually, it looks like the line just came off on Bovada. So, if you know, I'd play this down to about 219, 218 and a half. Less than standard juice looks okay. These teams, you know, the Lakers playing off a back-to-back. Uh, played at a very fast pace last night without it. LeBron James. If LeBron James comes back, I expect it to be a much slower pace again. He generally slows the game down. If he doesn't play, I think we'll see the effects of a back-to-back, which generally means that teams uh, get – Worse at what they're bad at and stay about the same at what they're good at. The Lakers are a good defensive team, a bad offensive team. I think that really plays into our strength. Same thing with the Thunder here. Again, I believe it's a three and four for them. Also a back-to-back. And they're, again, they're a defensive team. So I think we're going to see a slow, ugly, inefficient game tonight. Happy to grab the under. Again, we'll play that down to 219 or 218 and a half at less than standard juice. And the pick you mentioned earlier, um, this is one, again, it's you know, a hold-your-nose pick, a eh? – no, you're going to have that feeling in the pit of your stomach pick. The Celtics minus four and a half. The Celtics are hosting the Wizards. They've had kind of an up and down start to the year. But Jalen Brown's playing. It looks like the lineup's all finally healthy. Al Horford looks like he's going to be good to go tonight. The Wizards have struggled to sort of put things together. I think the Beal injury with him being in and out has messed up a little bit of their fluidity. And at the end of the day, this is a great matchup for Boston. Um, they have all the guards that you need to match up with all the players that the Wizards are bringing. Generally, the Celtics are worried about playing kind of you know, spark plug point guards and big men. Um, you know, Bradley Beal's very good, but the Wizards don't really have the kind of point guard that generally troubles the Celtics or a center that's going to be really able to attack them down low. They will have Montrez Harrell coming off the bench, but just not the same big man that generally gives the Celtics trouble. As Now that they're finally healthy, they're at home. I think they're starting to put it together here. I had this closer to six, six and a half myself. So Celtics minus four and a half. Let's hope that we can take advantage of the hot start for favorites here, Andy. I'm down, and I like a good smelly pick. I don't care. Let's get weird with it. I'll play play some basketball tonight. There's only one baseball game. There's no – is there a Wednesday night college football game? I feel like if I see Dan Dan start typing in the chat. I'm not seeing anything. Not even a Mac game. No, we have multiple – That's disgraceful. Somebody fire the president of the Mac. Basically, the the whole East Coast, Southern East Coast is playing – South Florida, East Carolina tomorrow, and Troy, Coastal Carolina. So a lot of coastal stuff going on, and then some Friday games as well. But nothing tonight. There is a baseball game. They'll play. They just played yesterday. They'll play again. How'd that go yesterday? They should do double headers in the World Series. That'd be fun. I bet no one's ever done that. Somebody correct me on that in case there's some weirdness in like the night or the 1893 World. I'm Series. I'm sure in 1914 they just played three games in one day, and that was the World yeah. Series. Then the same guy pitched all three of them through 300 <laughs> pitches that day. The Braves got it done last night, six to two. My prop bet came through. Um, yes, well um, done. Basically, the first at bat of in the first inning for Austin Riley, he hit an RBI double, he had an RBI, and he had a hit. So that gave him two, and Altuve failed to reach base whatsoever. So he did not score any runs, did not have any hits. Did nothing. Of course, did not have any RBIs. So 2 nothing. The shout-out for Austin Riley. I didn't find one of those I love tonight. I feel like I feel like it was still a good bet, but I wonder how much static was in there. As I, you know, I talked a little bit about Altuve versus the starting pitcher. 
<laughs> you know, neither starting pitcher lasted. I think it was two and then two and a third for the two starting pitchers. So maybe don't put too much stock in that. And, you know, I, again, I, I I was seeing people on Maldonado because of how he was versus Morton. And you go back and look at some context. It's like a lot of that was Morton on the pirates. Like, are we, you know, how much context can we put into versus starting pitcher in some of this? And I kind of like to talk to some of my baseball guys and the, the props are fun. I think, I think you can find some nice angles on that, but tonight again, he was, Houston is favored, very similarly priced to last night. Houston, a uh, minus 16 favorite. Atlanta, minus two on the comeback. Eight and a half. I don't understand how the under hit yesterday, so I will be on the over today. Basically, very interested to see how these managers manage these bullpens going forward. Like I said, both starters only went about two innings, so they had to get deep. I think we used four and five uh, relievers, respectively, for the two teams last night. And yeah, bullpen management is going to be big because, obviously, Lance McCullers is gone for Houston, and now we have Charlie Steakhouse done for the series with a broken shin bone, which sounds Ooh. awful. Oh. You ever whacked, you ever oh whacked your God. shin on, like, the toffee table? That's the worst. <sighs> Imagine a comebacker. That's hard to do, I would shin. think. Your shin's pretty Rough. strong. Rough. And I, I think the fact that he pitched on it makes me feel like he mm. cracked it and then must have just exacerbated it by landing. It was his landing foot. So, yeah, tough, tough guy, Charlie Steakhouse. Good job by him. Good job by the Braves getting game one. Houston needs this one pretty bad. You don't want to head back to Atlanta down 0-2, although they did have a series like that against the Nats where every road team just won all seven games very odd i'm on the over here just based on these offenses like this should probably be nine it got steamed up yesterday those people probably deserve better 18 men left on base seven extra base hits last night oh so uh, yeah Altuve, El- correa and buddy breggs mr bregman win a combined over 12 you're not going to have that that often so, so using I, a true so sorry if you're using a true accuracy win true loss accuracy, system that would probably be a win for the over. True accuracy, the over was a win. So mm-hmm. I will be on the over and <laughs> place. Let's play some Coors Meyer. That's right, baby. We got some tennis. Nothing in the Transylvanian Open, although if you're looking for a fun tweet this morning, one of the girls, Jacqueline Adina Christian, showed up in a vampire cape. That's quite fun. They do have the Transylvania Open in Cluj-Napoca. If you want to back Christian, she's plus 180 against Tom Lianovich here shortly. Don't mind that bet. I have her just about that number, but that's not the worst play. Everything else is really big favorite. So we go back to Italy. Again, not France, as I said the other day. Cora Maior um, in Italy again been a really fun tournament we're going to start with Callan Skyhead this match will start shortly after the show is over it looks like this is the next um, matchup after the current match finishes I believe they're just about done so try to get this one in pretty quickly Callan Skyhead plus 110 would play this down to plus 105 or better um, the young player having a really nice second half to the season got tripped up with a little bit of an injury in her last event and I think that's maybe being a little bit overvalued looked okay in her first match is playing Allison Risk now this is the time of the year Risk generally does very well but usually she's in asia playing in indoors playing in much faster courts we are indoors here which helps risk but really like callan sky here as a dog i have her favored around minus 120 minus 125 or so as i start to tweak some things so trying to get that one in um we'll look the next back here um and very important andy no you're wong we've got a wong here not gu not gu not jinyu jinyu this is actually genuine. Not, there's a whole bunch. Anyway, there's only one Wong playing in Cormier, thankfully. But Jin Yu Wong, 
playing three games against Shuai Zhang. Um, Zhang, a solid tour veteran, generally picks up her points kind of on grass season a little bit at some of these hardcore tournaments, but um, I believe is one and nine in her last 10 matches or so, has been playing some very poor tennis. Um, Wang here, the young player, similar to Callum Skaya, kind of on a nice upward arc here at the end of the season. Um, so happy to grab her minus three games. I had this at three and a half, almost four for myself. So, you know, that number of three, four is pretty key in tennis. So to be able to get three when it should be three and a half or four is pretty nice there. Um, feel free to play it out a little further if you want for plus money, but minus three should be available just to bet anywhere at standard juice. So two plays for us there. A money line getting underway. Thank you, Patrick McCann. The chat starts in about 20 minutes or so. It looks like maybe even less. And then Wong, this one will actually be overnight. So this will be as you're getting your coffee and starting up uh, your day tomorrow. Overnight tennis. I'm going to have songs in my head from uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. If you keep talking Transylvania, <laughs> I don't know which one. I don't even know which one. Oh man, did my camera go goofy today. We'll bring it back. Look at that. Just like that. I'm back. And just like that, we are back in Bermuda. And thankfully, again, thankfully there is only one Wong in Courmayeur. It is like the Mike Williams <laughs> of tennis. There's just a hundred of them. Always. There will always be multiple Wongs, especially when you get to the Asian swing and a lot of them are playing in the same tournament. That is awful. Bermuda, Bahama, the weather's pretty bad. It is, they've canceled the Pro-Am because of rain and super high gusts, which it doesn't take like, oh my God, it must be a hurricane. Like they cancel Pro-Ams for bad weather pretty quick. Like, all right, it's the Pro-Am. We don't really need this. We're not going to make them go play in this shit. So it's not like, it's not like it's unplayable conditions or something, but something to keep an eye on, especially if you live bet this tournament, because the people who start on one will play the first five holes I think I believe it's five. I'm gonna go look at a map. I want to dig into this a little deeper this afternoon. The first five holes of this tournament are inland. They're protected by a little bit more trees and you know just the fact that they're not on the damn ocean. So some of these guys who are starting on ten and have to start in the out outlying holes maybe aren't gonna be scoring as highly in you know to start their round and they get to close their round on some of the easier holes, the scorable holes, especially those first five, six holes. There's a couple of fives that are reachable. So if you are a guy who likes to get into that live first round leader market, maybe look at some of those people who are starting and you know starting on those outside, starting in 10 because uh, but you know half the field will start at 10, the other half starts on a hole one. But for me, I'm not betting any first-round leaders off the bat. I might find some guys later. A couple of matchups I took. These are full tournament matchups, just to be clear. It's not day one stuff. McCarthy over Yosef Bramlett. Bramlett has been a guy who's been good off the tee, been good second shot, can't putt worth shit. Just absolutely. I mean, these guys are kind of opposite right now. It's like Denny, Denny is a putter. Denny will have a good putting performance pretty much anywhere a little bit lower on just everything else in this game. So I'm not gonna, I'm not going to go with the, the hot putter, uh, the hot putter analogy, the hot putter guy on this one. Like it's one of those where, yeah, if, if Bramlett puts well, like this tournament full tournament matchup is super dead, but uh, on Bermuda, I'm not going with guys who, you know, have good games and I'm banking on a good putting performance, especially in head to heads. A guy like Bramlett is maybe a nice tickle on the, the outright market, even though his odds kind of suck. I wouldn't be betting Joseph Bramlett 40 to 1, even in this market. So I will be fading guys like that in head to head. Same thing with uh, Hadwin Ramey. 
Ramy? Ramy? Ramius? Is he the, the sub captain? Chad Ramy. I'm going to call him Ramy. Um, his sample size is a little smaller just because he hasn't been on big tour events, played some alt tours, smaller tours. I'm taking Adam Hadwin over him. Hadwin's a guy who's been just fine, especially with the short game. Good putter. Again, Chad Ramey, bad putter. Bad putter. And I'm, I actually had a conversation about him this morning about his driving accuracy. I'm not so sure where we're getting some of these stats from. I actually dug in a little. He's not hitting that many fairways. It's not that great if I go actually look down at some of the data. So I'm, I'm digging into like why he's being rated as a decent driver of the ball. Good second shot guy. But if you're not hitting the fairways, your second shot's not going to matter as much. You're not going to hit those greens. And again, he struggles with putting. He's another one too. Like if you want him outright, that's where I'd be looking at him. But certainly not at 40 or 50 to 1. He's 33 listed some places. He might be a good guy to take live if you uh, if you believe in him and you're getting a better number. So just those two for now. If I have anything else for golf over the weekend, I'll probably tweet it out. Although I'm pretty light in this in the old wraparound season. It's just a good way to piss away outright money from the year. <laughs> That's the spirit. I, I believe in this. Dude. I believe in Chase Chase Seifert, baby. I, I believe in my outrights. So yeah, obviously, if you are doing first round leader stuff, this is a great tournament to find a few first round leader guys that you think that are long shots that you like. Because there is a decent like Brian Gay won this tournament last year. Like there's somebody this tournament field sucks. Somebody with some big numbers behind their name might win this. And there's, I think like, oh man, Peter Malnati maybe was first round leader last year. Like somebody random is going to shoot a 63. So find some guys you think that can get hot with the flat stick and find some first round leaders that you like. I might put some out this afternoon if I get a little time. And again, four sports again today we did. And none of them were hockey. Once again, I'll find a hockey bet I like and bet it tonight. I'm just uh, all my hockey money. All my hockey money is tied up in uh, in uh, McDavid, McDavid Hart stuff. So I don't have any hockey money. Um, pros price picks. Quick shine on them. Something to look for if you follow the at Betsperts account on Twitter. Matt, uh, who's you've seen on the show a couple times, will be putting together some late night prize picks entries for you if you want to. Maybe maybe that's uh, something you want to do is you you want to play prize picks, you don't know what to play. He's going to be doing some research on basketball and hockey. Basketball and hockey always will have uh, 10 p.m., 9 p.m. Eastern games. So something to do late night for you. Look for that in the BetSports account. And if you don't have an account, if you haven't made a deposit yet, you can get a deposit match up to $100 on your first deposit using promo code BBB. Dan in the chat, producer Dan says he'll have a college football prize fix entry for tomorrow and Friday up on Vetsburg. So if you're looking for something to play, something to tail along, we'll have some stuff for you too. Feel free to hit us in the comments with any questions you have. And with that, Alex, what do you say? That's all we got. We'll see you tomorrow. A little Thursday, one more day, and then it's Felica Friday.